0: Thank <laughs> you. back or to another episode of Sincerely Me. My name is Khadija Ashraf and I am your host. Sincerely Me is my little project where I talk about everything from the pivotal to the pointless, a space where we're all allowed to come as we are, judgment free. first of all, hi, hello. How is everyone doing? I hope you're all doing really well and you're staying safe and warm. I've been actually freezing. It's been so windy and so cold in Cairo the past few days and I'm not sure the gloomy weather is helping my mental health. I've been so stressed lately over the final touches of my thesis and it's actually been driving me insane. I literally cry every other day because it's Just too much. Anyway, I don't mean to bring negativity into your space, so let's move on. Today, we are discussing boundaries. I can't believe it's taking me this long to talk about this, but here we are. So let's go. So, before we begin, let me give you a quick walkthrough of today's episode because it might be a long one. I will be discussing a few aspects regarding boundaries. So, first of all, I will be discussing what boundaries mean. What is What does it mean to have boundaries? And then we're going to talk about the different kinds of things to which you can set boundaries, like the different kinds of boundaries if we're going to put it simply, because you can have boundaries on several things. So we'll be discussing a few of the things that you can put boundaries on. And then third of all, uh, there are a lot of benefits to having boundaries. So I'm going to discuss a few of them and Then I want to go through the three different ways that we can have boundaries. So there are maybe three different kinds of boundaries in terms of characteristics of the boundary itself. And then I will close the episode off with how to respect other people's boundaries. So let's begin with the definition of boundaries, and when I say boundaries, I mean personal boundaries, and simply put, personal boundaries are the rules and limits that you assign to yourself within any given relationship. Basically, it's a way to define where a certain relationship begins and where it ends, and knowing the limits within this specific relationship. In order to understand boundaries a little better, we need to know the different types of boundaries, and there are a few. And by types of boundaries here, I mean the things that we can put boundaries on in our lives and give people certain boundaries in regards to these aspects. So number one, first and foremost, is physical boundaries, and this would be the most obvious kind of boundaries. Physical boundaries would be any kind of boundaries you set for yourself physically and that includes on the top of the list touch. So for example are you comfortable being hugged or held or do you accept handshakes and instead etc. There are a lot of ways you can be touched and it is completely up to you what you can accept and what you cannot. And After you establish what you're comfortable with, now who are you comfortable being touched by? So, for example, let's say your personal physical boundaries are that you are only comfortable being hugged by family and maybe a number of specific friends. That's okay. Another form of physical boundaries is personal space. Generally, I'm a person who really values her personal space. So, for example, I really hate it when someone I'm not comfortable with is standing too close to me and I feel it is completely within my rights to express this kind of discomfort. I don't usually like to embarrass people or offend them so I start by taking a few steps back casually mid-conversation. That usually does the trick but there are instances where a person unknowingly keeps getting closer that's when i will verbally communicate my discomfort and say something like can you please give me some personal space i'm not comfortable with you being so close as we speak and i'd like to just point out that is it's fine you know it's fine that you tell people what you're comfortable and not comfortable with because other way how will they know other forms of Physical boundaries can include whether you are comfortable with people walking into your room without your permission, for example, or with people using your things like your utensils or wearing your clothes and so on and so forth. Physical boundaries are also acknowledging your own physical limits, such as communicating at times when you know you need to rest or you know you need to eat or you know you need to sleep, what you can or cannot eat, the classic example here would be when someone invites you over for lunch or dinner and pressures you to eat or drink a certain thing, you're allowed to say no thank you. When you have a certain amount of boundaries and you're comfortable enough expressing them, you're allowed to say no. No is a complete sentence and if you don't want to be rude, you can always say no thank you. That's it. Number two is emotional boundaries. Just like with physical boundaries, emotional boundaries are the boundaries you set for yourself regarding who you're comfortable sharing your thoughts and feelings with, knowing when to draw the line and stop sharing if someone is making you feel uncomfortable, and deciding what you're capable of sharing and who you're capable of sharing it with. Are maybe something's best kept to yourself, What are you able to share with family? What are you able to share with friends? Are some things maybe best kept for your therapist? It's entirely up to you. Number three is time boundaries. Your time is precious and actually one of the main things you should be really picky with. Not everything or everyone deserves the time you give, or maybe not as much time as you give. This is where your priorities factor in. Once you set your priorities, you know just how much time you're willing to spend on any given thing. When someone asks you to hang out, for example, but you have prior arrangements, it's okay to say, I'm sorry, I can't today. Are you free tomorrow instead? When you're asked to do extra work, it's okay to say, sure, but I can only stay for an hour. And you get the idea. You set the boundaries around your time. How much time are you willing to spend on anything on anything in the world like I said this is where your priorities factor in if you list out your priorities everything else will fall into place number four and this is something that I will discuss briefly due to the social norms of our society but here we go number four is sexual boundaries and since we're an Eastern, somewhat conservative community, and I myself am Muslim, I will only be discussing this within the frame of marriage. I cannot stress this enough, but contrary to archaic popular belief, consent is a must between any husband and wife. And by consent, I mean mutual consent. Not the consent of the woman and not the consent of a man, but mutual consent. You also have to have an open and honest conversation with your spouse about anything and everything regarding your sexual boundaries. Lastly is contraception. And I know this is going to raise some eyebrows, but discuss the use of contraception before you get married. The whys, the whens, and the hows. I'm going to leave it at that and move on. Number five is intellectual boundaries. Intellectual boundaries include your thoughts, your opinions, your ideas, and having these deep, sometimes controversial conversations. There will be times when you'll be provoked to give an opinion and perhaps lash out when your thoughts or beliefs or ideals are dismissed and possibly ridiculed. This is when you need to learn how to respectfully disagree. You should also set a clear boundary regarding the type of discussions you're willing to have with a group of people. For me, I cannot have certain conversations with people I know will completely dismiss me just because I don't like to put myself in a position where I feel belittled. لكل مقام مقال ومش كل حاجه هنقولها ولا هنتكلم فيها مع كل الناس وفي مواضيع مش مجال للحوار لو هي شخصيه بدرجه كافيه وده نوع من الحدود برده وحاجه ما تزعلش حد number 6 is material boundaries and this is something i touched upon when we talked about physical boundaries but material boundaries are only concerned with material things like who you're comfortable lending your car to, who you're okay to lend money to and who you can share your resources with. Basically any kind of material that you own and what you allow to be done with this certain material. Now I would say we're maybe halfway through our episode so before we get into the next part let's just sum up really quickly what we've discussed so far so you don't get lost we talked about personal boundaries and what they mean and then we talked about the six types of boundaries which are physical emotional time sexual intellectual and material now why do we need boundaries anyway why are boundaries so important you hear people nowadays talking about boundaries this boundaries that so what is the fuss about why are boundaries so important Boundaries are essential for healthy relationships. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Setting healthy boundaries is not selfish. It's not rude. At this point, I believe it's necessary and it's just good old-fashioned common sense to set healthy boundaries. It's part of your self-care. There are so many benefits to setting boundaries you may not have even thought of before, but let me give you a few of them. So first of all, Having boundaries allows you to have more compassion. Well compassion da When you have a clear set of boundaries and self respect, you also become more aware and more respectful of other people's boundaries. When someone says they aren't available because they have prior commitments, you're not offended because you understand that this person has time boundaries and you can apply this to every other example when you are more compassionate you're able to understand where a person is coming from and why they are saying the things they are saying or why they have these kinds of boundaries it's entirely up to them and when you have your own set of boundaries you are Able to understand that everyone else in the world is allowed to have their own boundaries and allowed to have limits that they are comfortable with. Benefit number two to having boundaries is being more assertive. Knowing and understanding what you can and cannot tolerate is key. And after you know and set your boundaries, you'll learn to speak up and communicate these boundaries for a better overall relationship with people. And this brings us to benefit number three because when you're more assertive, therefore your needs are met. Expressing your boundaries, for example, that you don't like to be hugged, people will often meet that need and opt for a handshake. And there's a myriad of emotional and physical needs that we all have and that should be met. And the only way to communicate is to be assertive. Benefit number four to having boundaries is that you will feel safer, more comfortable, and less resentful. Without boundaries, there will definitely be instances when you overcommit because you couldn't say no instances when you waste precious time on less important things when you could have been doing something else more valuable to you. Without boundaries, you fall into the trap of peer pressure. You may do things that are against your values and you could even be mistreated. All of this will most definitely cause lots of resentment to build up inside of you towards others and even yourself. So, When you set boundaries and you speak up for yourself, you'll avoid a lot of unwanted situations and a lot of unnecessary guilt and doubt. You'll ultimately feel safer in your relationships, safer in your own skin, and a lot more comfortable and 100% more respected. Benefit number five, when you set your boundaries and your priorities straight, You learn to say no to anything that crosses your limits, anything that is not important to you, and everything that does not add to your well-being. You then have more time to nourish your own mind, your own body, and your own soul. More time to spend with family, more time to spend with friends, more time to focus on what really matters to you. And all of this is established by having boundaries. So by now, if you've listened this far, I believe that you are going to be completely aware of the benefits of having boundaries and you're gonna wanna set boundaries. So before we start setting boundaries, there are three different ways to have boundaries and we need to know that first. So there are three kinds and the first kind is rigid boundaries, the second is porous boundaries and the third is healthy boundaries. And ideally, we all wanna have healthy boundaries but one size does not fit all. The boundaries that you set are largely dependent on the setting, your culture, the nature of your relationship, who you're setting the boundaries for, if it's a professional relationship, like if it's work-related or if it's personal, if it's your spouse or if it's your sibling or if it's your best friend, it largely differs and you are the only one who can determine what boundary to set for whom. Okay, so let's talk about rigid boundaries. Rigid boundaries, people with rigid boundaries are generally closed off and avoid intimacy and close relationships. They are unlikely to ask for help. They are very guarded. They seem detached because they don't want to put themselves in a situation where they feel rejection. So As an alternative, they shut down or they're completely guarded. Okay, we don't want to have rigid boundaries, but maybe in some instances, you'll have to put rigid boundaries with some people or in some situations, and that's okay. Number two is porous boundaries. And porous boundaries from the name, by the way they sound, are people who overshare their personal information and people who have a very hard time, a very difficult time to say no. They're dependent on other people's opinions of them. Um, They get over-involved in other people's people's problems or other people's lives or whatever. Um, They feel the need to please other people and they are terribly afraid of rejection that they will give into peer pressure they will do things that are against their principles perhaps just because they don't want to feel left out or they don't want to feel rejected or they don't want to be ridiculed or every other insecure thing you can think of because and we all fall into that trap don't get me wrong we've all had porous boundaries one time at least in our lives and there's no judgment here i'm just laying it all out for you so you know what you want to do and what you don't want to do and it's entirely up to you at the end of the day number three and it's what we all aim to have and it's healthy boundaries people with healthy boundaries value their own opinion they realize that their opinion matters and they don't compromise their values for others they share their personal information appropriately they they don't need to overshare or undershare. They share the amount that is needed depending on the situation. I'd like to make this very clear because this is really, really important. Personally, I feel like I tend to overshare sometimes, but it is what it is. People with healthy boundaries also know their wants, their needs, and are able to communicate them effectively. And they also accept it when other people say no because they understand that every person has their own boundaries. So like I said, ideally, we all want to have healthy boundaries. And the first step is self-awareness. And I know I mentioned self-awareness a lot, but because I believe it's one of the major things that we need to be able to achieve, and it's not a very easy thing. You have to be really in touch with yourself to be able to know your needs and know what you're, you're really okay with and what you're not okay with and therefore set your limits now that you have sat with yourself for a little bit and have self-reflected and you have enough self-awareness to understand your wants your needs and you know your limits and have set your boundaries you should also be able to understand and realize that everyone else has their boundaries too now how do we respect other people's boundaries and this is the final segment of the episode I have a few and easy and simple tips to use and number one is ask. Simply ask the person, is it okay if I do this or is it okay if I use that? This will likely give you better insight into a person and a general idea about their boundaries. So this is the simplest and probably most approachable way to go about respecting other people's boundaries. Number two, notice the nonverbal cues. You may notice a shift in a person's facial expressions. If someone steps back when you're talking, you're probably a lot closer than they're comfortable with. Notice people's movement, their hand gestures, their body language. There are a lot of things that people can do with their bodies or with their faces or with their hands or whatever that Will show that they are uncomfortable without having to actually word it out for you. And if you notice this, you save this person and yourself a lot of discomfort or a lot of embarrassment. So notice the nonverbal cues. Number three is be receptive and be understanding. When someone states their boundaries, don't push it, don't argue with them, and don't belittle it. If this is their boundary, Then that's their boundary. It's not your place to push it and it's not your place to misplace it or displace it. So please be understanding and be receptive. And finally, number four is apologize. Apologize when you overstep and realize it's okay. We all make mistakes. At the end of the day, we're all human, we're all learning. So if you acknowledge your mistake right away and apologize sincerely right away, this person will likely put more trust in you and they will appreciate that you have the basic understanding of their boundaries. To sum up today's episode, I'd like to say that boundaries come in all shapes and forms, especially in this day and age, because there is a lot to deal with. And It's up to you to define your own needs and make sure that they are respected and they're being met. Whether it's a physical boundary or a material one or an emotional or an intellectual one, they all matter. You can have boundaries on your energy and on social media, who you want on your accounts or what you're comfortable posting. There are a number of things and bottom line is it's entirely up to you you are in charge of how rigid or how fluid a boundary is and with whom. But make sure at the end of the day that you make room for healthy boundaries to protect your own sanity and to protect your own peace. That was it for today, you guys. And I'm so glad that you have listened this far. If you've listened this far, and at the end of the episode, as always, I'd like to invite you all to follow us on socials. Um, I will link the Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok in the show notes. And TikTok is actually very stupid because I basically post the Instagram reels because I'm pretty dense with TikTok. It's a very Gen Z thing and I'm too old for this, but you do what you have to do. Anyways, I will link all of these in the show notes. I will also leave our email and please, please, pretty please, if you have the time and you feel inclined to, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And uh, reach out if you have anything to tell me. And thank you guys so much for listening. Sincerely, me.